Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Good morning from the great state of Oregon in the great Northwest on the West Coast of the United States. Some people call us the left coast, which we kind of are. It is happy Tuesday, August, let me just see, 16, uh, uh, 2022, 11.05. And this is my the last vest, vestiges of my Apple Watch, which I'm going to destroy uh, after talking with uh, Mel Kay um, last night and also a pro- pro- prophet whose name I won't mention who, f- who found out he was hacked during one of his presentations. So I, I'm... I'm doing away with the Apple Watch. Would recommend all of those who really want to be private to do the same thing. I've loved it. It's a great watch. Maybe there's an alternative that's not hooked up to the internet. Someone can recommend. Oops, they'll they'll get me in trouble for that. But anyway, uh, welcome to the broadcast. It's going to be a great day. We have Johnny Enlow, which, who is always a, a fan favorite, a viewer favorite. We're going to hear an update on what... Um, uh, the event that they went to with Greg Phillips and uh, I think it's Catherine Engelbright, if the name is of uh, 2000 Mules. Uh, so we'll get a little bit of a recap of that. And then Johnny's got a lot of good stuff to bring to us. I have only one announcement. I'll make it before Johnny comes on. Um, make sure you send questions. We're actually, believe it or not, running short on questions for Johnny. They have to do with the prophetic. So johnnyandlowunfiltered.com. Johnny Enlow Unfiltered, Johnny Enlow Unfiltered, I hit my mic, uh, .com. And we need your questions, but don't ask us about Q and those things, because that's not the subject at hand. The subject at hand is the prophetic. Uh, so don't ask us how those things work out or or who's alive or who's dead and some of that, because anything that Johnny wants to share, he will share during uh, his presentation. Uh, unless it slips out. So johnnyenloughunfiltered.com. So, all right, without further ado, let's bring in uh, Johnny Enloe Unfiltered. Here we go. 1349 hours declaring it a riot. My message hasn't changed. You are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. You must from now on target darkness in your society. We are almost there. The pain is for the awakening. The awakening is for your children. Well, Johnny, welcome to Monday morning. Always look forward to it. Uh, um, talk with us before you get into your content, if you will, about anything you can share about the event with Greg Phillips. Is it Kathy or Catherine Engelbright? Am I saying the name right? I believe so. I know you're saying the first name. Catherine is correct. Yeah, so over the weekend, it was an event I was invited to as well, but I had a a previous commitment speaking in Harrisburg be over the weekend in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, which really was amazing. May get to something there as well and Good. made it to a tour of the Capitol and, and awesome. just being revisited with who William Penn was, is and really Pennsylvania's important role in the foundations of this nation in so many way and ongoing, um, ongoing, what God will do in and through that state as well are huge. So, you know, the people from 2000 Mules, as you said, they had been announcing an event that they would 
you know, reveal information, release information 10 times more um, incendiary or um, uh, proof wise that would really, you know, we'll say could rattle people. And it's just another level of proof. And so um, Elizabeth went to that and it was um, in Arizona. It was a secluded place. Not you could know ahead of time. Security was very top. And there's an understanding that we'll say um, groups like the FBI, Department of Justice, et cetera, et cetera, are not really playing fairly right now. There are many good people there, and there are also those who are under a different assignment and constitutional matters and matters of justice and ethics are not uh, higher under priority right now. And so there was a, it was, it was done at risk and they knew it was risky. Yeah. And um, so there was a good number of who was invited really is a bunch of what would be the Anons. Some, you know, when, when the conversation goes to QAnons, QAnon is not a person. The QAnons are those who do the research and the digging and they find out the things they find out and they release it as information based on stuff that was released by is, is another name for a nine. Could, could a citizen journalist be close to that description? Is that similar? Not the same thing, but it's similar. similar. The main reason the anons is anonymous. They usually, uh, you know, they usually use a different name. And yeah. so, you know, you've had some of them on Elijah stream. You'll have, you know, his, he gives his name as well, but he praying medics, not his actual yeah. name. Patel Patriot, not his actual name. Mel Kay, not her full right. name, whatever. That's right. That's so right. It's an anonymous way of doing things. Even well, though one, we had one oh seven. Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah. So well, it's that, that's like four nons we've had right there. <laughs> I need to be called something. <laughs> I know, Steve, it's a little late now, but um, it's a little late. you could claim yeah. your real name is something else. But um, so your anon name is Steve Schultz. But no, so these people and those who are considered, you know, by whatever we'll say research, the 2000 Mules group and people, they consider them patriots who are trying to save the nation. They are trying to fight for what is good. They're trying to reveal to Americans, really to Americans and to the world, the truth of what's going on behind the scenes. But so. Let's just get into, again, like, uh, I'll just share a little bit from what Elizabeth yeah. said. I think Elizabeth and I are going to do a full up for discussion perhaps later in the week on this and, and incorporate other things as well. Um, the information that they released is partially for their own protection because they knew if it's only them two that have this, by that Greg and Catherine, if they're the only two that have this information, they already there's already what we could consider harassment by FBI, even though they went to the FBI with the information they found. Really? There is, you know, they live under a certain level of fear and trepidation of uh, anything from being arrested, taken out, um, and whatnot. And so there's... And is, it is it true that, that the FBI, frankly, doesn't care? They don't care about this. In what way? They don't care... To know this information to help our country, they're they're basically the dark side. Well, it's, just, this is just me speaking, but I think they're the, they're on the dark side. Well, it's 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 beyond that. I, you know, I think I don't know what the last number. I think there's fourteen, fifteen, or more FBI whistleblowers that have just come out in the last few days, 
and apparently they're patriots speaking of the abuses from within. And it really seems that most of the FBI, when we say the FBI, we're irritated right now. What we know what took place in in Mar-a-Lago and and the overreach in all kinds of areas and situations. And so we'd have to put that more, um, you know, a, a minority. Nobody knows. Mm. I say somebody probably knows the percentage of what it is. There's probably a majority of of good FBI individuals. And if they are, and if they're listening, if they get connected in any way, all who are patriots need to do what you can yes. for, um, to not allow the country to be taken in, in, in the direction it's wanted to be taken through this. So if I were, if I were to say this a, a different way, Johnny, based on that, basic, that's a good correction. It's like many at the top are on the dark side, but there's, there's perhaps thousands of patriots who are FBI agents and they're fine, but they have to follow orders. Exactly. Uh, okay. So and, and they're out of they're they're, they're following orders. Mm-hmm. They're out of, they don't even know that sometimes their orders are compromised orders. They're led on misdirections and things like that. It's this whole thing of the seven mountain. The reality is things at the top. It's where the enemy strategically goes after a strong to make it his stronghold. And so he holds the high positions and and at the top of the FBI, they're gatekeepers that are probably bought off and paid off and perhaps blackmailed. And this has been going on a whole long time. And so the problem is if 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 there is not some kind of righteous uprising from within um, to we'll say in some way uh, undo what's being done at the top and and where the light actually pushes the darkness away, then it's you know, you, you can't see it lasting very long because the awakening the American people are experiencing right now is unprecedented as never before. There have been suspicions of the FBI that have been written in, you know, side books and different things and what they would say conspiracy theorists. But this is now playing out in front of the whole nation where um, it's causing a bunch of independents and centrists to uh, join, we'll say, with the 80 plus million that voted for President Trump and saying this is ridiculous. And um, and so that's a reality. But so. Back to the the event, and um, so we'll say there's um, 150, 200 of these, um, you know, influential. Uh, probably mm-hmm. a average, uh, the average. I, I don't know if anybody who reaches under 100,000 was invited uh, to wow. this event. Wow. So, and and some of them, you know, it's in the millions. You had Epoch Times invited to it. Um, I think right side broadcasting, OAN news. And so Epic Times has already released kind of because um, Monday was the day. Yesterday was the day they were to jointly release this. And mm. so it could be stopped, you know, release it through all various different platforms. So it comes out, you know, um, it will say it comes out probably in Parlor and Gap and and Rumble and and these newspapers and so just it can't be it can't be stopped information so it can't be you know take out this person arrest this person um and it's 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 out there it's information um and so anyway elizabeth said just the atmosphere was amazing there was a sobriety to it there were intercessors there it's calling upon the lord and and um greg phillips and catherine they're both believers 
and they know the importance of having intercessors and and they spoke of Elizabeth was telling me they were speaking of this being a David and Goliath moment. There's a Goliath, but David's been called into battle. He's anointed. He can easily take him out with courage. And so this is what we're calling for even across the nation right now. What they're calling for is for the Davids to arise. God is with us. This is a winning uh, setup by him, but he does require the same courage it required of David. Mm-hmm. So we arise and know the battle is the Lord's. And we come in the name of the Lord. Uh, they talked about it being a Gideon's 300 moment. Uh, they talked about, uh, I guess they had mustard seeds on the table. They wanted everybody to take if faith is a mustard seed. Yes. Move forward. So I think these things are worth repeating to our audience and for inspirational purposes as well. And um, they, you know, they spoke of, you know, there's as many are asking questions. We understand even about Q and what is what's that and the military intelligence. What are they doing? What are they not doing? And and I'm not really going to go uh, into that. Even whatever intel I will receive from that, it could easily have been sent or allowed to get to me. We'll put it that way in a way where I would release just as well information or disinformation, depending on what works best for their plan. So I do, I do better sticking to what the Lord shows me, tells me that's what I have shortly coming up as well. But people know, okay, what's Q done doing? What's Trump doing? If we're having to do this whole thing to save our nation from the infiltration that's taking place and all that, well, they have their part and they're going to do their part. The focus of this group was um, we have to do our part. This is, this is biblical as well. It's something I was sharing over the weekend in Harrisburg is even when the Lord, even when the battle is the Lord's, that big second Chronicles 20, 20, um, well, the whole chapter of second Chronicles 20, where Jehoshaphat finds himself surrounded by, you know, several different armies, Mm -hmm. the Moabites. And, you know, like there were just so many that he didn't even think, even though they had a huge army themselves, he's like, we don't have a chance. And so there's a straight call to the Lord and the Lord, speaks through a prophet. The battle is the Lord's. So the battle is the Lord's. What does that mean? You do nothing? No, it says tomorrow, go to the battlefield. Mm. So the battle is the Lord. Go to the battlefield tomorrow. Be praising on your way there. And the Lord turns the enemy against himself. So we have this. This is a standard pattern from scripture that applies for forever and applies to us today. The battle is the Lord's does not mean you stay out of the battle. It's just you go to battle knowing the battle is the Lord. So there's just a participation with him. There's not a spectatorship uh, that you are you know, called to be a part of as, as your, your role. And then as we arise, as we show, like Gideon's 300, the battle was the Lord. The 300, if you look at it in any kind of logic, you understand there was hundreds of thousands of Midianites, a scary amount. There's no way 300 have a chance against them. But the 300 get activated and the hundreds of thousands flee and then all Israel joins in and it's David versus Goliath. You have, there's no way this one guy can take out this giant that's been intimidating the whole nation for 40 days. But as he rises, God arises. So this is something uh, important, an important message for all of us right now. Uh, And we really need it as a body of Christ because we've been trained. We've been ingrained with spectatorship Christianity. Uh, yeah. With that our, our role and assignment is to speculate till he comes instead of occupy till he comes. You know, the speculating is, well, Jesus is about to return. And so we're just going to at most pray 
and usually pray for him to return quickly. And that's our assignment in our house. And, and that staying in the house thing is out. We connect it to the New Testament. I mean, don't, aren't we most of us, we were raised and someone would say, which church do you attend or which church did you go to today or did you go to church? And that usually meant any and all of that we do for the week was go to church. That's what you're talking about, spectator. Well, that's number one. It's not, it's not against the local church, but yeah. that shouldn't be it. Well, there's two components. One of it is that, that we've considered our expression, our kingdom expression to be what we do in our free time, Sundays and nights. And the call and the assignment is Monday through Friday, nine to five world, the, the whole world. The kingdom of God is called to influence and bring the attention of heaven to every area of society. So that's one problem. Number two is the message itself, the messaging from that church. Mm. The messaging from the church has been one where you stay, essentially stay out of the world, stay out of things, stay out of government, stay out of things, uh, except for preparing for Jesus to return and take you. Save us a few souls. And again, it's in violation totally of Jesus' first messages we've addressed Mm. over and over. You are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. Mm. If you don't salt, Wherever, wherever you don't take who I am, wherever you don't take my healing, my presence, my power, it's going to trample you and cast you out. Uh, and you're going to be good for nothing but to be cast out. And darkness will prevail wherever you don't show up. So that's that's a double component of how there's been a failure of 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 the church um, in what we're and why today back to the full circle why we're uh, you know we're having to go against training and pre-programming as the body of Christ when we say we've got to join in. We have to do practical things. This is something we have to say over and over. It's not just revival. Revival is where you just have these transactional things with God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, and it's this way. Uh, But it goes into reformation is the inspiration you get from this way, the empowering you get from this way, you now go out with it and become salt and light with it. You, you shift and change things in society through being activated. And you don't tell yourself, well, we have no chance. We're too small. Yeah. Too small. I didn't even add the whole children of Israel into their promised land. Um, the 10 spies and the two spies go there and there's a different, it's like, we, we have no chance. We're grasshoppers. We're grasshoppers in our eyes. We're grasshoppers in their, their eyes. So we're going to get into a little bit of more of, of the report here. And it will be easy to go, oh my God. Goodness, we are. Uh, we're, we are we're, le- we're less than grasshoppers. We're less than grasshoppers, <laughs> and we're aware they have taken the tops of the mountains. You look at media, you go, "Oh my goodness!" There's a, mef- a media mafia that's suffocating us. But then, if you look at the last two years, how we're going around them, mm-hmm. and you have to see there is very likely more millions now on alternative media than there is in quote the original media. Wow. You have mafia economy that's been dominating, but there's a going around it that's taking place right now through many means, including crypto and other things. And then you look at um, uh, you look at governmental things, and there's so there's a whole arising. We'll get into that in just a second as well. And so the we recognize that that that's the vision the Lord showed me several several years ago. It was His hand removing the tops of the mountains. He said, "I'm removing the mafia from the seven mountains." And they have blocked access 
and I see you coming. There's not been many of you been willing to break out of that pre-programming in the church. If you just stay, uh, you know, passive, passive or a spectator, or even if you are diligent in your prayer, you're praying for Jesus to come back or you're praying for souls, but you're not really being the ecclesia. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com and click the Donate Today button. And again, that word ecclesia is the Greek translation for church that Jesus, mm. or he used. He didn't use the word for synagogue or temple. He used the word ecclesia that had never been used in a spiritual religious context before. These were those who would practically engage in society, come out. Ek means to come out from. Those who would come out from their home and be about the issues of their society. And so they would discuss and plan what they could do to, you know, to go against what evil's trying to do, how they bring mm-hmm. justice, how they improve community matters, et cetera, et cetera. So that's who we called, that's who we're called to be. I will build my ecclesia. And the ecclesia is to take on the gates of hell. The ecclesia is not to practice rapture um, runs. Uh, the ecclesia is not there to figure out how only just to rescue a soul or two, the ecclesia is, is to be about bringing the prayer of Jesus. Mm. Kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. That's yeah. the narrative. That's what we're, uh, that's what we're about. So back to uh, the event. Um, they were speaking that this is a, a key, a key moment. And, but they began to share how there was a, a kind of open source. They found again, Greg and Catherine, I don't know who else is part of the team. Uh, they found, the free software that counties and states were using for, for voting, I think it's called vote shoot. Um, that this is, is something that those who are providing it, uh, ultimately those who are providing it for free would be the CCP. We want to make a difference between the CCP communist, the Chinese communist party and Chinese in general. They're obviously the Chinese people as a, as a group are the most imprisoned and enslaved um, and so there is no targeting of the Chinese people. In right. fact, there's an understanding and in, in more than ever, you know, identifying empathy with them for what they have been been going through. So essentially what was found, if we just shorten the discussion, is an infiltration that goes beyond anything imaginable. And through these um, through this search, they discovered and found. Um, I, I believe it was a Wuhan server. I want to make sure I get the terminology correct. Uh, and that's why it wouldn't be bad to have either Greg Phillips or Prime Medic or whoever. Yeah. Exactly. But I believe it's a Wuhan server that had, uh, they found the, uh, you know, the terminology again, the, a server that had 1.8 million American names on it with all information from what uh, she wrote down is like social security, bank accounts, everything, their children, uh, you know, in-depth details about them. And they have this, to is, see- this is the Chinese Communist Party who has these 1.8 million family members of yours and mine, right? That was, it was, it ended up discovering it's a Wuhan server, but they made access not by having to go after the server, but through just the way they, you know, through open source uh, information, but I guess it's not something normal people find. Yeah. And yes, and it happened to be the 1.8 million Americans that serve during election polling process. So all 50 states, all, all those involved, 
Um, and so, so Johnny, even if you're, let's use the word, a good guy versus a bad guy, you love this country and you're a poll worker, you want to serve, your name and fam, probably family members are sitting on a Chinese Communist Party computer in China under in, their in China. control. Right. So this thing of worrying that China's trying to take us over, if you look at it in a realistic way, they've already done it. The people that we often call whatever, whether it's rhinos or the Democrats, um, they are, by and large, will say, I'll be careful with my language, mm. but I'll say, by and large, I think the proof would come out that they are already agents of the CCP for the takedown of our nation. They have been working on this for years, we'll say decades even, from the CCP. We don't have to fight America. We can we can buy America. And so we can buy America from the inside out. And so they're doing it through having a lot of its blackmailing key people everywhere. And then they're bought out. And there's not a definitive accusation that the 1.8 million have all been bought or that they've all been threatened, but it's there to happen. And what do you do if the CCP says, look, do this and we give you whatever, $10,000, $100,000, a million, depending what their role is in the election, what state you can imagine that monetary offers for, um, you know, just keeping quiet and doing certain things and checking off certain things and making sure th certain thing happens. There's a reason they have prioritized those 1.8 million Americans. And so could they threaten them? They could be threatening them. Could they also even take some out? They could not making that accusation. It's just when you know that there's that kind of intentionality going after every poll worker. And again, the message to the body of Christ is, you know, I'm, I would guess that as far as intentional believers in those 1.8 million, there'd probably be very few. Mm. Um, there'd be accidental believers. By that, I mean, you're not really there on assignment or mission. You just happen to be a Christian. Um, and But that is not really uh, an area of priority for Christians. You know, we want to go to the mission field. We want to go to, you know, wherever it is. We're going back to the old way of programming. And number one, we really don't need to do, who cares about election? Jesus is coming soon. So we have this, you know, sickness of our pre-programming um, and our end times-itis virus that goes around that keeps us away. And so back, you know, Say, I think so, the last so otherwise good Christians would say, well, you know, the rapture's coming any moment. Why bother with elections? So we ceded the whole thing to anyone who doesn't believe that the Lord is coming ever, much less imminently. Uh, um, what you're saying, we ceded it to those who don't think he's coming ever. The biggest right. problem is those who think he's coming. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yes. I, I get your. Uh, yeah. By, in other words, we're giving it to the deep state, we're giving it to unbelievers, we're giving it to atheists, we're giving it to those who don't want to get involved in politics. Yeah, uh, and, and, all it's, of the above. and it's not because we're not agreeing to take on the seven mount mandate. It's because we're not agreeing to take on Jesus oh. terminology for the seven mount mandate. Occupy till I return. Be yeah. salt, be light. We just want people to understand that's the same message. It's not a unique new thing. Well, he was a seven mount man and he believes we're supposed to be. I believe what Jesus said, and it is a mandate. And he said, you are the light of the world. That's a mandate. And he said, you cannot put it under a bushel, but you put it on a lampstand. And there is seven types of light, the lampstand. They would know immediately that would speak 
into, you know, you have to have light for government, light for economy, light for media. There's seven different lights. So let your light shine before men. It means outside of church that they may see your good works and glorify your father. Which is and, there, and, and there are people that say, well, I believe in occupying until he comes, but they don't believe in an occupying force. We are an occupying force. And we were never taught that we are an occupying force. We were just taught buy homes, get a job, occupy. Yeah. And so I don't know what the real number is, but there's something over 200 million Christians in America. And so 1.8 million. Um, see, why don't, why don't, uh, I'm just saying a call to the body of Christ, even towards this next election, figure out how to get one of those um, to be one of those. Yeah. China will be on your, uh, you know, know who you are more than ever. But where does what does light do? Does light flee from darkness? Does the salt flee from places it needs to come bring influence and healing? Back to what I was saying a week ago, I was like, yeah, they're going to be looking supposedly for 87,000 more IRS agents. Okay, Christians, line up for those jobs. Okay, poll workers, poll watchers, all these things where you don't seem to get glory and nobody tells you how awesome you did and give a testimony of you in church and you don't have, you know, doesn't you don't grow leaps and bounds on social media and likes and all that. Mm. These are the type of non-enjoyable um uh, appearances as believers that we have to be prepared to do at this time. And yes, we understand that um, the elections have to be fixed. There's this whole argument going on. There's no sense. And, and there's no sense doing the 2022 election until we fix the 2020. But there is a growing understanding that if we overwhelm the electoral process in 2022 with both votes and overseeing the process, that the proof will be so overwhelming of the cheat of 2020 that even if it takes that long to do it, it will be overturned in, in, in the view of public. Again, there's several ways this thing can be yeah. overturned. I've already spoken it before. There's the legal, there's a Supreme court, but there's what the people clearly see by all the evidence there. And so we want to, you know, part of what their point is and what I'll want to echo as well this is a great time for the body of Christ when you want to know, well, how do I rise and shine if we did nothing else but orchestrate and organize ourselves to participating in these two? If this thing of the IRS agents is a legit thing, uh, yeah, line up for those jobs. I hate the IRS. I don't want to be a part of it. Then, you know, that's the thing. We can't we can't shy away from where darkness is trying to create a stronghold and darkness is trying to create a stronghold through IRS agents that's what their plan is what they're what they're working with Johnny can i just clarify with you they they want 87,000 IRS agents that wear a weapon on their holster in their holster and are and say they're willing to shoot to kill are you saying that some that some or many christians should take should apply for those jobs well what i re- i thought what i read is that out of those, there's four thousand of them that do the weapon carrying, and okay. are really, and which is a, a tremendous um, minority of them. Okay. Um, I still think those. I think even the four thousand gun carriers would be best being believers as well. That's they good. will not That's pull true. them out. You see what I'm saying? They would yeah. not pull them out and use them. And and I can't imagine. I mean, I I can't even imagine one situation where that would be justified. But if there's some, you know, some exceptional, horrendous something that I can't think of right now, 
where it's necessary just to be in a self-defense mode to have your weapon and you're going into a dangerous thing just to inquire about uh, you know, maybe it's a shady group, a shady individual. They're not paying. That's even one way you have to go after crooks is by going after their uh, their taxes. So there, there could be a handful of situations where in some way, uh, you know, until the IRS gets either totally overhauled or overthrown, one of those yeah. two will will happen. Um, then there is a need for us to show up in places that don't look like ministry and where we have to be the ministers from heaven, the ministers of justice. We want justice to come. We're ready to pray. And then he says, you are the light of the world. This is the thing. We've got to make this connection. We say, Jesus, come show your justice. He says, you are the light of the world. And we're like, you are the light of the world. He goes, you are the light of the world. And so we go in his in his in his name, in his spirits. David says, I come in the name of the Lord. So we come in the name of the Lord. We take on things that we don't really want to take on, take on Goliaths. This is right now, if you understand, if the CCP is putting all their attention and money into this thing right here, this means this is their Goliath. This is how they steal elections. This is how they work to steal from the inside out a nation where they tried to take it. It's, it's, uh, It's very substance away from them through, they're using multiple methods, but elections are a primary operation for them. So we want the body of Christ to be active, do the vote. And you don't just, you know, vote for, vote for freedom, vote for America. Uh, Do not be deceived by trickery and, and wrong language. If you know, don't vote for Republicans in name only, do not vote for rhinos. And I will just tell you, at the high level, Democrats that have showed any uh, any desire to represent righteousness, it's it's scarce as can be. And yeah. but if they do, and 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 you know them to be legitimate good people, they're gonna they're gonna whatever niche of government they're in, they're going to rule in a way that where they're trying to do what's righteous, what's right. Sure, because. We understand this is not a political matter in the sense we understand the Republican Party, the compromise within it in some ways is more insidious. It's more it's like Judas. It's like mm. being one of Jesus own 12. And so like you assume that's not where the trouble is coming from. But at a key moment, you they will kiss you and betray you mm. and turn you over and sell you out for 30 pieces of silver. So Judas actually lives inside um, more the rhino. And then we have Kino, kingdom in name only, or Chino, Christian in name only. Uh, what el- what came out as well, Steve, was, um, and I don't know if they're going to give us follow-up information on that, the profound infiltration of uh, Christianity. I've been talking really? to you about that. Really? They actually have, um, you know, I, I am interested, what is what, what did they find out? But so they, they addressed it or at least talked about it at this closed meeting that, it, that they, in, infiltrated by, in other words, I guess you'd say false pastors who aren't really pastors at all. Well, I think the language that Greg actually used, and he was very sober and seemingly touched and blown away by it, is communist infiltration <sighs> of American Christianity. And, and so you wonder why the process has to take a while. Well, there can't be. You know, we would have wanted uh, Trump in officially the seat there by January 20th of 
couple years ago. But then if that means that all the communist infiltrators get to stay undetected, then that wouldn't be very good. So here's the word even for those, because I happen to know that both infiltrators and uh, we'll say the bad side watch my program because I get two or three letters a week from I, I actually look forward to them. For those of you who are um, I just need you to know that not only do I not mind them and I could tell you, yeah, you need to know I don't read them. Uh, I read them because sometimes I get it just it's it, it tells me what part it tells me when I'm really over target because whatever bothers them. It means I am really on to something wow. that uh, and, and I shouldn't have told them that now because then they'll stop telling me what I'm really, really over target. But here's the word to you and to infiltrators. The difference between an infiltrator and someone working for the kingdom of God, someone doing the right thing is just repentance. You just stop doing it. Stop representing evil. Stop representing wrong. Change your mind. Realize you have a limited opportunity to choose to be a part of what's good, of what's right. And you don't have to be that infiltrator. You don't have to be what you've been paid off to be. And you can go down. I don't say you have to go down depending what level of compromise you're in. But it's it, you, you can go to a heroic conclusion one way or the other. And so we have to have people that are drawn to being heroic and courageous at this time, even those who are presently on the wrong side. Well, I didn't think it was possible not that long ago to be infiltrated by communism and socialism. Uh, but I have a close relative, that's as close as I'm going to say it, who is a pastor and is an open um openly for Black Lives Matter in the church. That's communism. That's socialism and communism. Well, not only that, Steve, and I wish I had, I'm trying to look as we're, as we're talking. Yeah. Um, they, they traced and found that uh, it's the CCP that funded and that funds BLM. So that is, you know, there might be some in-between layers of subfunding, yeah. but that's where it comes from. And that's part of the infiltration work. And that's part of, uh, you know, they're playing on, they're hoping this wound, um, that a wound or reality that the black community can have is that yeah. we're mistreated. So they play on uh, a remnant of a, a wound, really a wound, that's, a wound that's diminishing more and more, but they try to restir that up in some way. And but its intention is, again, they're trying they want us fighting each other. They want yeah. us taking each other out. They want us to crumble from inside. They want us in civil war. They want us where they can easily take over. And apparently the information is that like of all these, uh, uh, I forget again how many terabytes of information it seems. I don't know if 100 percent. Well, they found all of China. You know, there's a social credit score on every single individual in China. That's how they're controlled. And so it's like, do you bow easily to government? Essentially, do you not? And so you can travel or not travel, have uh, promotions and business. And, and so this is this is how China this is the slavery they're under right now. But they are either done or highly in process or already done with doing that to all the United States as well. That it's very likely you already have a social credit score that's looked at in China. 
So they consider it to have been a done deal that they have taken us over. Well, I'll just tell you, that's not going to happen. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Head to ElijahStreams.com and click the Donate Today button. Now, back to the show. It didn't can happen. I, not gonna can happen. I ask you a question? Uh, not to get off track, but just a quick answer on this. The Chinese Communist Party, CCP, any time that it's discovered that there's a foreign intervention in, in our elections, they get to lose all of the property that they bought over here, don't they? Doesn't it get confiscated from them? That's what I've understood it to be. Well, the executive orders that have been signed by President Trump were if anybody's involved, individuals, corporations, or nations, whoever's been involved in our steel, uh, in the steel of the election, all of the, what they have is confiscated. It's going to be trillions of dollars are going to be taken away from them, put back into a normal, regular economy. Trillions. It's exactly right. Um, that is going to happen. That is going to happen. Sorry, Bill and Melinda Gates. Sorry. Yeah. A lot of them it's already been confiscated from. There's some more it needs to be confiscated from. Yeah. And so we'll find out more on those on the other side of a lot of this. <clears throat> well, so anyway, um, we, I think we covered enough on that, because if not, I'll never yeah, get go to for, Yeah, because <laughs> I want to get the response. I had said the name of this thing is the righteous are bold as lions. And so we're okay. telling you about infiltration, what they've done, how they're working. And and it's it gets way deeper. It's way more insidious how they work. It, it's from like 100 points that they're coming in with control and with blackmail and with money and with threats. And and yes, you have organizations that they've taken the top through those means. Um, again, we, we see evidences of that that seem scary um, and seem evidence of it in what we're talking about, Department of, uh, well, the FBI, Department of Justice. I'll just throw this in right now. As, um, I'm being reminded of this is a reminder over the weekend. If you remember part of the prophetic word we're giving on the, in the Super Bowl, how it ends with a player named Donald Sachs, a player named Joe, and that's how the Super Bowl finished. That's right. Now I remember. <laughs> <laughs> and what's good, so his name is Aaron Donald. So that, that's even big. So it's Aaron means a priest. You know, he has made us a kingdom of priests to our God. We shall reign on the earth. This is part of what he wants us to awaken to is that we are priests. So Donald, whether you like him or not, he is doing a better job as operating as one of these priests and we shall reign on the earth than a whole lot of the uh, Christians that think they have all the, the I's dotted well and the T's crossed and they don't mm. have the F word slip out of their mouth from time to time but they're in slumber and sleep in every other kind of way. And so we prefer someone who can arise and shine and slip up with some language. Here yeah, and totally. There. And someone I'd, I'd rather have someone language. slip with an F word than someone think that they're on the right path and they're sound asleep with a Christian name, you know, you yeah. know, cause God, God looks at things differently than we look at. Slipping with the F word is not something, you know, we're validating as, right. as anything great. Uh, but hello, every single believer uh, has their own slips one way, or, one way or the other. And so it's it's not a disqualifier from, uh, you know, from serving the Lord. Right. And often when there's, it's, sometimes it seems to be the appropriate word to describe a situation either of, uh, you know, I think the president, I'm not 
validating it spiritually, religiously, but it's sometimes when he uses that word, it has a right effect. It's, it's like a, a warring word against um, that which seems to be, okay, it's going to take us over and all that kind of stuff. But back to Aaron Donald, he sacks Joe. I didn't put this together until the weekend. If you remember, and again, this means nothing about the players themselves, who's more right. righteous, who's not, and all that kind of stuff. Right. But his name was Joe Bureau. You remember that? And what Bureau. is that? Bureau. And what is what is the FBI? The Federal Bureau. Oh, fascinating. Wow. So we have Joe Bureau sacked by Trump. So that goes into his assignment. But here's what we want to remember from that. People, yes, Trump is going to sack him. And that's what the Lord was saying. Donald is going to sack Joe. But guess what? It was a whole team playing. You know, that's the thing. This is back to a point I was making before. We don't just look to the hero to get it all done. The right. hero has an important call. Don, in the actual game, if you look at it, Donald never gets a chance to sack quarterback Joe unless the whole team is active, unless they're doing their assignments. He may have done that. You know, he did the heroic work and pushing off who was on him and making it a, a, a tackle and sacking. But if, if, if the whole team is not active, there's no way, you know, if it's just all the enemy side against Aaron Donald, he doesn't have a chance to sack. So the sacking comes as everybody takes up their spot, takes up their role, um, does their part. Again, back to scripture. The Lord would do things like when he commanded them to take um, cities and nations as they did their part. They surround uh, Jericho. They didn't really have the firepower to do it. But if they look like they were doing it and they were trying, then he pushes the walls. He fights for them. They went to another city nation. And it says as they chase the enemy, even being the underlings there, whatever, um, he throws hailstones from heaven and kills more that way the Lord does. And, and so he joins in at a, at a uh, exponential level. This part, I hope it sticks with people. If you'll do something, he'll step in at an exponential level just oh, seeing you participate. Um, we're seeing this. I was in, you know, in Harrisburg and we uh, had a tour of the Capitol. And again, it's just amazing. I recommend it. It's just so marked with Reformation. George Fox, the Quakers, um, William Penn, who's really responsible for our constitutions, way different than what comes from our other founding fathers. People don't realize that the Puritans and most of the Christians that came were not for religious freedom. They were for religious Puritanism, which for it to be more pure, more restrictive, more pharisaical. It was very limited. Oh, wow. Yeah, this it was not the majority. It was so not they even. were closer to Pharisees than disciples. They were. And and the focus was people behaving. The focus was purified religion, holiness, people behaving. What was brought in by the Quakers and through Fox's teaching and through William Penn, because he was trained by them, was religious freedom, freedom of religion. It was, he had to, there was like 90% of what we would say the bigger names in the early founding uh, days that were around him. They would, they were against William Penn. Um, he was accused even, um, you know, of being uh, influenced by this despicable sect of Quakers. And the despicable sect of Quakers believed religious freedom was super important. They also believed that women had a right as much to have a voice George oh. Fox gets thrown in prison for 11 months for declaring that George that women are made in God's image as well. 
And who threw them into prison? Prison, the Puritans, the oh Christians. Oh my goodness, really, really. Yes. And so it's why the Indians, they were called the Indians, and they only trusted doing deals with the Quakers because they're the only ones the Quakers believed what was taught to them by George Fox. There is that of God in every person and you deal with them. So there's no such thing as what came out of the whole Calvinistic Puritan thought that Esau have I hated from the womb, Jacob have I loved. They, they introduced this whole new God person who prioritized male whites, they're the top food chain, and then women, they are not even in God's image, they serve them, and then blacks and natives and Indians and others, these are all clearly made to serve the white men. That was what mainline, quote, Christianity was. They believed this from the core. They, this wasn't just a theology. They totally believed that these people were there to serve it, which is, can I just say this? This is exactly the same thing that the elites at the top, World Economic Forum, they believe they're the elites and everyone is to serve them. The Puritans were no better than that. Right. You know, well, we, mixed in there, there's goodness and mixed in there, there's good hearted ones. But that, unfortunately, is an extreme uh, manifestation of Christianity. And that's why they're Puritans. They're, they're not freedoms. They're not freedomites. They're Puritanites. So they want purity. And so they want the rules. They want, you know, in our own in Boston in the 1600s, mid 1600s, a lady is executed, uh, comes from the Quaker uh, tradition because she won't stop teaching Bible studies. And she's killed by the elders and by the governor who is Puritan by the Christians. So we have we have a strain of Christianity that has come in from the very beginning that has warred against the proper strain of Christianity that only really showed up in Pennsylvania and only showed up because of William Penn and some friends around him. Freedom of religion would have never existed in our nation if there was not participation, not just participation, but the uh, incredible writing and insistence of William Penn to have that to be a primary value of our nation. That's why Pennsylvania, back to Big deal. Our first capital, Philadelphia, Liberty Bell, Valley Forge, uh, the Gettysburg Address, and, wow. and so many things wow. there. It's worth looking into. But where I was really going with that, there is a representative. We met a representative, got to pray with her. But it's an amazing story. She'd been a pastor's wife. Um, and then for the last 15 years, she's been a stay at home mom. And then she got this call uh, from the Lord to run for office and so she won and she's created all kinds of stir uh and i won't go into all the stories i don't want to get her in, in trouble saying the things she did and said but she standed stood up and you know i mean she was mocked derided and chastised for saying the name jesus i think 13 times in her in her first prayer that she did in front of everyone and she said i was so scared i didn't know wow. what i was doing all i was doing calling the name of jesus but wow. now she's looked to for direction and all, all that kind of stuff so you have somebody and, and literally, she's having amazing influence there. And so we have one stay-at-home house mom decides to show up to Arise and Shine. And she literally may have more influence than 15 to 20 of the surrounding churches there. Just a mom willing to show up. And I'm calling for, hey, moms, you can save this nation. You don't. Wow. She didn't have to go to Harvard to get uh, trained in political science first. 
She just had to continue her training and, oh, God, help me, teach me. And then, you know, we do want to be prepared the best we can, but there's not much better preparation than the fear of God, loving him, asking him for wisdom, finding those around, because God has already placed different people around that can help us uh, in this situation. You had sent me a a testimony uh, from this week as well. We got so many as amazing of these people experiencing miracles, as we call them out here, Steve, and then. Uh, we had done this. There's going to be a sign that if, if you feel a hand come on your head right now, it's because you're being positioned for government. And so I won't say this. Uh, I'll just say her name's Rachel. I won't say what state or what office she won, because uh, I don't want them to get any more uh, trouble. Like I said, I, I know wrong people listen to uh, to me and, and could try to create more. Right. This person's very bold anyway, but she, she was watching soccer, I think at her her daughter playing soccer or something and a hand came on her head she was pushed <laughs> to um, to laying down on, on her um in her car and then her husband said i think you're supposed to run for office she ran for office she just won she beat out uh, a pro-abortion right rhino yeah and- it was against all odds because the 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 uh what do you call it the not the deep state there's another term but the there's another term that but the people that were in power on the Republican side yeah. came against her big time. And yeah. she still won. Yes. And that's what's been being taken down in Arizona through the last two weeks is the rhino, um, the rhino mafia um, that has existed in, and lived there for so long. And so that's part of that's part of the clarity we're getting right now. It doesn't really matter re- the words Republican. Democrat. The only reason right. Republican is working at all is because you have some people um, arising. It just seems to be more the niche where the righteous are arising. Mm-hmm. People, patriots, and people who care for this nation, people who care for the Lord, people that are, you know, standing up for the good fight, like President Trump, on behalf of freedom for our nation and the nations of the world. So um, those are. Just a couple of examples, a couple of, of stories of uh, of those who have uh, arisen and suddenly arisen. Oh, bottom! I, yeah, we, I think we told you her husband said, "Run!" She ran and she and, and she won. And again, didn't have to go do the, the the Harvard political science of all places to go do political science. I think Harvard's the last place you want to do it right now, yeah. anyway. Yeah. And um, again, a place that's bought by. Um, by the very element we're talking about here and so much money has has gone into that institution just if somebody does the the, the homework on that and it's another another way to be kingdom active right now is do the homework on things like that who sent the money where did it come from uh, trace and track it the best you can you get that information again we have to begin thinking of you are the light of the world beyond yeah. Uh, saving people. You are the light. What does light do? It exposes darkness. Light shows up where darkness has been getting away with murder. And so light shows up, doesn't allow it to get away with murder. So anyway, you're bringing that kind of light and you don't do it in a desperate, uh, you know, I'm an orphan, we're losing kind of way. You do it as part of the winning side. Uh, and and I, this is part of a message for today. We're on the winning side. We're on the winning side and he's calling us to participate with them. We don't do things in desperate defeat. David didn't come in desperation. He was, he looked at him and said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that Mm -hmm. he should defy the armies of the living God? 
Uh, he had, uh, you know, that's the theme really I'd sent for this time. The righteous are bold as lions. Why are we bold as lions? Why are the righteous bold as lions? Well, they're bold as lions, number one, because they're righteous, meaning they're in alignment with heaven. They're in alignment with good. They're in alignment with light. They're in alignment with God. So when you know the rightness of what you're about, not in a pharisaical, I know I'm mm-hmm. right, but you're in alignment with who he is. You know, th- this boldness is not just a boldness of truth. It is a boldness of love, boldness of love. You mm-hmm. risk, you risk. It's just like these people that met together in Arizona, like this representative, like this other person that just won in government. Um, they, they are risking, they are risking, uh, you know, it's family. It's risky to be on the mountains. It's risky to be there. And so that's an act of, of love. And you do it on behalf of the generations talking about for your children, your children's yeah. children. So we're bold, not just with truth, not just sitting behind somewhere throwing darts and, 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 but the righteous are bold as lines with love, love as well. We've got to be bold with love, bold with truth. And, and part of that is just the way we, we truthfully say something. The Lord had a way of convicting. Jesus had a way of convicting people of their sins without demeaning them, abusing them. That's the easy way as part of the adjustment. Maybe some of, you know, in the Patriot community, we can learn that we don't have to be, uh, um, we don't have to be demeaning with our words while still confronting that which is evil. And, and it just depends what the situation is. Mm. You know, uh, the Lord would, would call the Pharisees white-walled sepulchers, generation of vipers. So we're not saying there's not a place for that, for that call out. But the woman caught in the act of adultery, he didn't say, you adulteress. And he's, woman, where are your accusers? And he chases off the accusers, accusers, and he reaches her with bold love, not with, you know, we'll say that exceeded the bold truth. Uh, the bold truth was to the ones that were wanting to stone her. It's like you without sin cast the first stone. There's bold truth that way. They depart and then he reaches with bold love. So the righteous are bold because we're in that righteousness, his righteousness we carry. And then we're bold because we're lions. And mm-hmm. so this is what, what, what is it about lions? What do lions have that's, that's different? Well, lions have just an unyielding resolve. They are, um, physically imposing, but they will take down, they will take down, they will take down animals many times their size because of resolve. And they have, they, they so know they're aligned with right that Mm. they won't back off. And they, you know, they they are at risk. If you're taking on an elephant with tusks and stuff, you're at risk. But if a lion, once a lion has decided to go after its prey is roared and it's going after its prey, it's not going to back off at all. And that's what the Lord is calling us at this time, at this season, for us to be able to step into that. Because the other reason the righteous are bold as lions, because there's no downside to being even martyred. And and that's it's amazing that in America we have a whole group that was talked about where these groups got together. We could be raided at any moment by sinister forces. We could be. Uh, taken out either through imprisonment or other ways. These are these are real questions Americans are having to answer right now. Unbelievably, we've said, okay, martyrdom's never going to happen in the United States, but here they are being willing to face these things. But when you're righteous, wow. it doesn't. You don't back off. You don't back up. Why? Because you just get a greater reward. You just it's you fight from the other side, and mm. so. That's that's why there is no backing off. If you have that 
no, I don't have that courage inside of me. I'd rather, you know, run off to the hills and the mountains and hide my gold and grain and guns until it's all over. Well, that's, you know, it says cowards will not inherit the kingdom of God. So whatever inheriting the kingdom of God is, that's not good. But he says, you arise, shine. Your light has come. The glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Behold, the darkness gross darkness, but the Lord will rise on you. His glory will see on you. Nations will walk to the light of the sons of God. So this is what we want to be empowered with. And so here's just what I, because um, it's amazing how time slips. We have so much fun, Steve, that time just yeah, runs. goes fast. I, Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com and click the Donate Today button to become a partner today. It was amazing that I was reading um, my original book, The Seven Mountain Prophecy, Unveiling the Coming Elijah Revolution. And this, of course, was released. I wrote it, began writing in 2006 and released to um, to the world, we'll say, in multiple language eventually, in um, January of 2008. And this is, of course, this is a book that um, we were authors of many, and, and, and this book is doing better now than it did at any other time um, because of the reality of the moment. There's so much people have even commented, like, it's like this is going on now because the first chapter is tsunami. And, um, and I'm going to just read the first few sentences, particularly yeah. the, first, the first two words are my um, amazing for different or for reason we'll bring up right now. But um, this is the book that. I'm best known for, even though all the books are, in fact, we understand some of you are like, we can't get your books. They're gone. They're, um, we're on reorder and redoing all kinds of, because the books have, uh, the Rise book, I, I, I were, I think we had to say we sold out online and had a handful um, that I was able to take to. Wow, uh, that's a good Harrisburg. problem. Yeah, <clears throat> it's a good problem because it's so relevant. It's the last of the books. And it's the one that's most relevant to right now. What is a reformer? What's a reformer doing? And we want to, yeah, uh, you can buy Rise digitally. And we do have a course online. So uh, the course online is really word for word the book. And it's seven hours and seven minutes, totally accidental. But it goes into really understanding how to do everything we're talking about right now. It, the, the book was written ahead. The Lord had us prepare us with this message for a season for such a time as this so that we would arise um, so we will rise and shine. Rise in our book stands for Reformers Influencing Society Every Day. So we have the resources tested and tried from nations around the world. We've been doing this a long time. And so it's not just all there's a lot of revelation, but it's revelation that's been tested and proved. And we have an army, uh, a rise global army that is coming around and, and, and an app soon to come out that mm. will help you commute. It's yeah. not to, for you to be a part of our ministry. This is to connect the warriors, to connect the reformers to connect those making the courageous defense. It would be like the, the Gideon's 300 getting in touch with each other and orchestrating and organizing and then seeing it go to the next level. Cause it didn't always just remain Gideon's 300. They're the ones that made believers out of the rest of the tribes who finally looked at each other and said, the 300 are chasing all of them. <laughs> Let's join yeah. in. So they all join in and that's what we want. But here's uh, the first, once I get to chapter on tsunami, uh, from this book, first words on December 26, 2004. Now, that's just and I'll, and I'll read it and we'll get back to that. So I was just taken to my, my how the book started. 
Our generation was rudely awakened to the reality of what a tsunami is and what it can do. Off the western coast of Sumatra that day, an undersea mega-earthquake jolted seismic sensors worldwide. It may have been the second greatest earthquake ever to shake the planet. The shaking reportedly did not stop for more than 500 seconds, the longest quake ever in its category. It created an oceanic trench several kilometers wide, dragging millions of tons of rock as much as seven miles across the seabed. The entire planet vibrated at least a half an inch and shockwaves were registered as far away as Oklahoma. The Earth's rotation was altered from that moment forward. And the length of its days was shortened by a couple of microseconds. This was truly an earthquake of biblical proportions. Then it goes, as cataclysmic as this earthquake may have been, the ensuing waves that it caused did more to capture our attention. The shift created by the quake unleashed a series of tsunamis that killed an estimated 230,000 people and inflicted billions and billions of dollars of horrific damage. Waves up to 100 feet high pounded the shores, even causing some islands to disappear entirely. Tsunamis continued relentlessly for hours, reaching as far as South Africa, 5,000 miles away. I go on again. This was the introductory chapter because uh, the point I was I was making was I came to I'm convinced that a spiritual tsunami, this one with positive results, has already been released and it will come in a sequence of waves. This is the Elijah revolution, et cetera, et cetera. Again, this is 2004. Now, but that date, December 26th. Uh, what was so interesting about that year, 2004, I prophesied at the beginning of that year, and I have this written up, so it's not like I'm just telling, you yeah. know, get that information out there. I think I wrote it in something called the Issacharian Post. I said, the Lord has shown me that there is a gate that opens this year that opens only every 40 years, is what I said then. Oh, wow. And so we're going to experience an earthquake that only occurs normally, or one that's only occurred 40 years ago, and I referred to the nine point earthquake from Alaska from 1964. And I said, this is going to be a sign of the intentional kingdom of God coming to earth um, in a new focus. And I said, there's going to be a a conflict, a clash of kingdoms that's going to show up in Indonesia. A lot of us is one of the fastest growing Christian nations and uh, the largest Muslim nation all at once. And so there's a clash of kingdoms. So it's going to show up in uh, Indonesia. And so December 26 of 2004 is when that took place. And I pointed out even then afterwards, and this is what I want to read right now, because part of my assignment is to instill into the faithful, into those who are rising and shining courage, not fear from the reports right. we just gave you, not we're doomed. We are the opposite of doomed. We we are um, we already anticipated as victorious. We are proclaimed. We are the battle is the Lord's. He say you keep rising with me. Do the best you can and how you're rising. Don't stay. Don't start embracing this narrative. It's all over the beast, the Antichrist, the false prophet, end of days uh, where we lose and all that kind. Of, that's not it. We're entering the new era of the kingdom. And so this is what he's been speaking over and over and over the last couple of years. But here's OK. That was 1226. Right. That was uh, uh, of 2004. And the scripture I got even then is a scripture for right now um, for us. And 1226, it says. Uh, I'll start for it to make sense. Twenty five. See that you do not refuse him who speaks for if they did not escape who refused him who spoke on earth. 
much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him who speaks from heaven. Now, 26, speaking of Jesus, whose voice then shook the earth, but now he has promised, saying, yet once more I shake not only the earth, but also heaven. Now this, yet once more, indicates the removal of those things that are being shaken as of things that are made, that the things which cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken. Now that I guess apply it now. This is not to just be yeah. looked at back then. We are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken. Let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. Mm. So this is why the righteous are bold as lines, because we are receiving a kingdom. The price for it all was paid. Jesus is not coming to die again. He's not having the Holy Spirit start out. You know, the Holy Spirit did his initial startup. He's available in, in increasing waves. Jesus is still available, but he's not coming to die again. The price was paid. It was severe. It was radical. All authority in heaven and earth is mine. Go, therefore. It wasn't, you know, I'm giving you some now, more, you know, later at some. No, it was go, therefore, because all authority and power is mine. Go disciple the nations. Bring them under instruction, the discipline of the Godhead. So this is what we are part. What's taking place right now is we're receiving a kingdom that is unshakable. But that unshakable kingdom is not coming into a vacuum. It's coming into a place where you have Chinese uh, uh, CCP really connected with central bankers. Because if you go behind even the CCP, who put them up to it? That's right. Getting even to more root sourcing. Central bank was the Rothschilds financed the CCP from its inception back over 100 years ago. Oh, so wow. Once you get into that, we these people have taken illegitimate hold of what is the Lord's? The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Ask of me the nations for an inheritance. I give them to you because the earth is mine. And so we then begin to receive the king and the kingdom. So the kingdom comes. It says it is unshakable, but it shakes everything. We're receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, uh, but it comes to shake everything that cannot that's supposed to be shaken. So this is what's happening right now. And you can read it wrong. Body of Christ, you can read it wrong. Everything being shaken doesn't mean everything's going to hell in a handbasket. Everything being shaken are because they're unsound systems. It's a Babylonian system. It has to shake. It has to be removed. And to the degree we are connected or overconnected to it, not mm. necessarily through bad intention, yeah. but to the degree we're in a Babylonian financial system, a Babylonian education system, et cetera, et cetera. And we are wired and connected to it for years. It shakes us, but it's not because this is to damage us. We are actually receiving the kingdom, the king's way of doing things. And so why did I bring up that 12, 24? Well, uh, this goes back and I, this is was just it's so good. I showed this just a couple of weeks ago. Um, Steve, and, and I know they have it available, but I'm going to show this again. This is about the context. Well, I'm going to show what it is real quick, and then I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to, there's a nine point earthquake. Um, let's, let's put it right, right, right there. And I want you to look at the date right there. Let's see. Tell me when you can read it, Steve. Uh, I may not be able to read it. What, uh, December 27? Am I seeing that? 27, 2020. Okay. December December 27, 2020. Okay. And then see if you can see uh, right here. It says it's a 
right where my I'm going to have to take your word for it since I, it's too small to read it and it's a and, little they, and, and I, Emily, I wasn't fair to you. If you find it, you can put it back up. We've had it before. Yeah. But why am I showing that thing? Okay, so 2020, this is again, it's on, on Elijah list. It's uh, You can go look it up. I gave a word for Rosh Hashanah called Back to Eden. And I said, what we are going through in this present despair and distress, we are not going into days of the Antichrist, the beast, the false prophet taking over manifestations of the kingdom of darkness. We are going into a new kingdom era. And it's really a heading back to the blessing of Eden. And that's where where it is. And I described all sorts of changes that are going to come. But I gave as a prophetic word, as a sign, as the Lord often has me do. Mm -hmm. And I said, as a sign, there's going to be a nine, I said an 8.9 or 9.0 earthquake in Antarctica. And I said, it's going to be key for a couple of reasons. One, I said, look it up. You will never, you will never, there's no record ever of an earthquake 9.0. I don't think there's a record ever of an earthquake over eight in wow. Antarctica ever. So I'm calling for an unprecedented uh, sign. This is similar to that which took place in 2004. I went on the only two times. Only two years I've ever called for a nine point earthquake. I didn't call for it, but the Lord's speaking through me. And so I said, that will be a sign that that's the direction. That's the narrative. That's where we're going. And I said, it's going to be Antarctica because that is where the enemy thinks in many things he's doing. He thinks he's hiding from God. They literally think they have, again, we'll say the globalists have. I don't even know what they all are. I just know by the spirit more than anything. That there are foundations and things and, and, and uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of evil they've concocted down there. And I said, so he's not only going to give that as a sign to us, which would be very rare, but it also, it, by it being in a place, Antarctica, there's not, not the damage there was from the Indonesian yeah. one or nothing yeah. that's reported. The only damage it would be would be to those who are doing this hiding and whatever and think they're hiding from God. And it would be something to gather their their attention and and so um i said this will be a direct message to them from god but it's a message to us so remember it so that was rosh hashanah and as again i'll say for those who can't see i'll tell you that this it was reported december 27 what is that and i believe it was the 26th i believe it was exactly the same day 12 26 but of 2020 instead of 2004, the last two nine point earthquakes and nine is also the number of birthing. So mm-hmm. there's a birthing that's taking place. But then you do that 1226 scripture, the Hebrews 1226. We are receiving a kingdom. He is shaking everything that can be shaken. And in that we are to be encouraged by that. We're not to be freaked out. Whatever temporary loss of comfort that happens to us. And again, even if you lose your life, in the process. We just kind of join operations on the other side. That's why the righteous are bold as lines. There's no downside for it. And you have to just embrace that. You have to step into that resolve. Uh, part of what Elizabeth was telling me that they kept sharing there that Greg, I think Greg Phillips was, is like, we have to toughen up. We, yeah. we have been fragile. We have been weak. Even as believers, we have to toughen up. We got to gain some resolve. We got to gain, gain that roar of the line. We're on the right team. We're on the right assignment. Where it's a, not only just winnable, we're ordained to victory, ordained to win, and we have—he's he, got all—he's got all the big pieces of the puzzle working for us. He's got the heavy artillery, the Lord Himself, the angels. He's got assigned um, uh, individuals in key places um, for for victory, 
And so we have to be prepared um, um, for what we're right when we're right in the middle of it and the grips of, of it all. But can can does it make yeah. sense? To say, this is yeah. not a small deal. This is yeah. not a. I want to get clarification too, Johnny. Uh, you, you gave a, a scripture that was the twenty six chapter twenty six. I can't remember. Was it Matthew? Which which chapter was it? Uh, it's uh, Hebrews twelve twenty six. But oh, Hebrews twelve twenty six. But you had said that that the earthquake was the twenty seventh. So I, I wanted to clarify. Okay, good. I'm glad you asked because it's yeah. the scripture I read. Actually, they go together. You can't separate twelve twenty six, twelve twenty seven. Um, and let me read that one more time because it's worth it. Okay. Whose voice then shook the earth. But now he has promised saying, yet once more I shake not only the earth, but also heaven. Now this yet once more indicates the removal of those things that are being shaken. Now apply that UN, FBI, Department of Justice, Corruption, parties, whoever doesn't reform gets removed. A removal of those things that are being shaken as things that are made, that the things which cannot be shaken may remain. Those are 26 and 27 okay. together. Okay, verse 26 and 27, got it. Perfect. And I was saying, a, even this, yeah. I believe, was a report from the previous day. I'm not 100% sure. It works either way. Either so way that it works, would be a report. right. It, it, uh, um, because the report was being given on the 27th. And you're, and you're saying you're convinced that, I'm just going to come right out and say it, that beneath the ground, beneath the earth, there are evil individuals doing evil things. Is that what you're saying? Because you, you you talk about Antarctica, but you don't say, you don't come right out and say it about what, well, what's going on. They're doing, <coughs> they're, yes, they're, they're in operations there. And there are it's sinister. It's been sinister for a long time. It's not okay. that. I mean, it's it's out there more than ever. But here's why I wanted you to look at the graph now. Look at okay. this because you will not find. You look this up. You do a Google search. You do a. There it hey, is. Hey, there it is. Thank you. Thank All right. You. Thank you, so, Emily. Do and leave that up just for a second. So you do a search and you won't find any of the earthquake reporting. The normal reporting institutions will not report it, and that's on purpose as well. You cannot even count. On the earthquake reporters again, there's there there being there's a suppression. Why this thing is an actual graph that shows you read it down there that nine zero in Antarctica was at seventeen fifty one UTC time. So it's telling about it. Uh, um, again, if you look to the left there, where it says stay aware and prepared, you go down um, four or five, six, seven lines. It'll say it's a nine. They, they, there's actually a graph that shows it being a nine. Wow. And so why was this not reported? So it's part of, again, fake news, suppressed news, whatever. Yeah. But I'm saying this is a big deal. Yeah. This is the whole thing tied into a word, a Rosh Hashanah word that yeah. says back to Eden. I want people to know, you, you know, people, uh, it's not to exalt the prophetic in any way, but I just want people to understand this was a profound, very yeah. distinctive, uh, you know, you don't just prophesy nine point earthquakes yeah. in Antarctica. When you they first happen. said this, in fact, when the last two times you, you've actually talked about this a couple times now. When you said it before and you said there was a nine, I thought, okay, there was a nine. There must be lots of nines. But you're saying, no, never, there's never. not lots. There's not nines down there. Uh, I don't know how many nines are on the earth. Uh, well, like, again, the last one that was 
they they come it was 40 years apart from 1964 to 2004 there was wow. no there was no 9.0 in 40 years so if i call for one and i say this is going to happen as a sign wow. why did i have to why did the That's lord a- want me to give a sign that profoundly is because there is such a, a, an attempt to steal the narrative for the body of christ that we're going into some we're going under kind of deal no, yeah. we're going up. We're going into the next era. And so it's to give credibility to the message wow. I'm giving. It and does. So I want people to pick that up. It does. And more than ever, more than any time you presented it, I, I get it. The nine is massive. I just thought it was big. It's massive. And it's in the place where, you know, you think they think no one's looking. They think no one knows they're there, much less the things that they're doing there. So... It was a double message because yeah. somebody shook down there. I just read to you before the whole earth, when, when the earth gets a nine, it changes the rotation of the whole earth. It the does? Whole earth, it does. It, Whoa. And so, and, and this is not reported on. And why no. won't they report on that? So this is part of, but again, a further purpose here is we're on a winning side. We're on a yeah. winning narrative. We are to rise up with courage. And again, it was good for me to get out and see uh, just in, in in going to Pennsylvania. Totally. Uh, back to uh, I just I just love what it just means to say, I you know, this lady, I won't say her name right now. I, I was a stay home mom the last 15 years and she's now rattling government in a proper way, bringing <laughs> light. They're come, rallying around her. What do we do? What do you think is the right decision for this? Because she made some uh, some critical, brave stand, stands there. And and so and then this other one that we're telling you, this other girl named Rachel, and and I was contacted from another one from another state. Jeez, based on, really? She got the sign. Yeah, she got a hand on her head, and and goodness. And, and so people, that's why I keep doing that thing of these signs will be released to you because the Lord is accelerating, not just telling you where you're going to operate, but He was telling you, hey. I have something quickly for you to get on, get on board. You know, God's, I, I, I'm now more convinced than ever about these signs. I rarely get them when you say that the signs, I rarely feel anything for those of you that don't. But the last day, yesterday, I started feeling cold feet. Today, I started feeling, it was like there was an ice cold breeze blowing on my feet. And I'm going, what in the world does that mean? I know it means something because Johnny says these things mean something. You know, in fact, I looked down one time and the bright sun was sitting on my feet from the window and my and it felt like a cold breeze suddenly hit my, you know. So what do you well, do with a sign like that? And Steve was contacting me while I was in Harrisburg and it might have been right when I was because I was going through it. We had a we had a good crowd there and, and we were seeing it show up. I was releasing those signs. And and, and so uh, there might have been some connection there. But, you know, how lovely on the mountains are the feet of those wow. who bring good news. Wow. And so saying what what is the good news? Not just Jesus saves. That's I feel like the Holy Spirit just stopped me on that. You go to it. How lovely on the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news. Who knows the rest of it? Saying our God reigns. The good news is not just Jesus saves. Our God reigns on earth. Wow. And that was in Isaiah. That was wow. before Jesus. So th- that's the good news. And so, I, you know, you're clearly in a place of um, so many are talking about it, how blessed they have been, Steve, from all the, um, from Elijah Streams, Elijah List, the source of hope, uh, hope, yeah. news, an alternative 
narrative going on. And so, yeah, it's cool. It's it's a cool breeze you're releasing. Cool breeze. And of, that's the of and that's the anointing that's been on me for years, and especially lately, was make sure you encourage God's people. Encourage, encourage. Courage, and if I think something's going the other way, I remember Mel Kay tells us that we get rea- reality checks from her. But I remember one day, the first time she was on, I said, "What's the good news?" Or in so many words, and then she came right out with it because God wants His people encouraged. And I think I, I quoted you one time, maybe on that show or a different show, where you said, "I don't don't scare God's people." Was it was that you? And what did what did yeah. you, what did he say specifically? Well, he. And this is something he said years ago. He's like, "Do not scare my bride." And so he he never he never did that. You know, Jesus came into the the darkest world at the darkest time. No, there was no church he recommended anybody go to. No, no church leader. Uh, you know, they were all. There was not like one of the Pharisees, one of the high priests, one of the none of the spiritual leaders was he's recommending connecting to. He had to find total new young men who are a little bit uh, rebel rousers, fishermen and in their 20s or less. And that's who he had to work with. And then, you know, he is he is he has his his first crowd and he's having to be their um, their new their new leader for the direction that they're going. And he's calling him to work with him because he has nothing that exists before, but he, his first crowd, he doesn't first just start laying into them for their sins and their adultery. And everything. <laughs> right. and we know they were a very sinning uh, because the, the church was, there was no salt and light from the church. There was no leadership. So they were all, uh, you know, they weren't a righteous group, but he didn't look into that. He said, you are the light of the world. He's wow. like, he told them who they were. He'd spoken to their original design. He spoke into original glory. He didn't, speak to them as original sinners. That's a bad doctrine we have that you talk to them as original sinners. Uh, we didn't start in, in a hatchery of hell. So we did not start in a neutral zone. We started from the father's heart and he thought us up with design, with kingdom design, with a glory design. So Jesus spoke to his first congregation. He said, you are the salt of the earth. You are the light. And, and you know, praise and blessed are you who are poor in spirit, because you know there's more, and this kingdom is for you. And so you hunger and thirst for righteousness, for justice. This kingdom will satisfy that. So he comes to a crowd that's, you know, a mess, and they're a mess with no leadership, and he tells them who they really are, what they really want, and he calls them forth, and that's just what we, that's, that's what, you know, and I know we've had these conversations even years before, Steve, is, you know, sometimes the prophetic wants to come in with a little, too much. Uh, and there was a season way back and I was a part of it 20 years ago where, you know, you tried to see how many judgment um, uh, prophecies you could fulfilled, call to call down uh, destructive hurricanes, destructive earthquakes. And oh my that, was, goodness. that was the proof. Remember? And so then it was like, uh, you know, it was a, you wanted to stay from away. Yeah, from whenever, when I started 25 years ago, the reason I started the Elijah list the written portion first is because I got sick of the nostril words. You're, the church is a stench of the nostrils of God. You are the stench of the nostrils. I'm going to have to repent to Sodom and Gomorrah if I don't destroy you. you know, like, <laughs> Everything was a nostril word. It's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm tired of being a stench of the nostril. And I thought, this isn't right. These aren't accurate. So I started the Elijah list, but it was only an email to a couple people. It wasn't really a list. And then, it, then God said, Basically said, I'll see your one. I sent three words in one email, 
It was as if God said, I'll see your one email and I'll, and I'll raise you 200,000, which it now is. And then, of course, now Elijah's dreams is 1.2 million every 90 days. So it's like, but yeah, yeah, you're, uh, not to get too much off of that, because I guess it's time for, uh, we, we need time to, to Time to finish. But let me just yeah, say that one more ahead. time, Steve. I think even that cool breeze on your feet, again, the feet, that's why when I give the signs for Mountain of Media, I say your feet are going to start burning or you're going to feel something go up your legs like numbness. Your legs are being affected, your feet, because how lovely on the mountain are the feet of those who bring good news. That's the neutralizing of the, yeah. of the enemy's uh, narrative talking and narrative telling on that mountain. And, and again, much of the church and even again, the old model for profit was also to scare the church totally. uh, just to prove that they were uh, that they were prophetic. And there's there's no value. And so the Lord just speaking into that cool breeze uh, on the feet like, hey, so it's super serious times. So, uh, you know, that's that's the Lord saying when it's really super serious, have more joy, have more dance. Praise the Lord and and let there be a, a light, uh, a cool breeze to my people in the midst of it. Not cool breeze. So we stay inactive, right. but a cool breeze as we're being active, a cool breeze uh, strengthening us. Okay, well, would you go ahead and pray for the people as we close out, Johnny? Just bless the people with your prayers. I appreciate that. Amen. Lord, we just thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for what yeah. you're doing in our day and our time. We're really going to look back and just thank you for being able yes, to live Lord. in such a time as this. I believe heroes of faith in heaven are, are just looking at us at this time and saying, man, wouldn't you have loved to live in this day when there's wow. going to be such yes, a Lord. shift and change for the ages? <clears throat> excuse me lord i just pray that your encouragement will be released to your sons and daughters right now impartation upon them lord begin to shake them begin to move on them yes, begin lord. to encourage them lord yes your hand on those called the government where they feel a physical hand on their head lord the feet coming under heat or shaking uh where they would say hey lord saying you can you you can use your communications gift in another way lord the yeah. left hand uh, numbness where it's like there's a new creativity coming on you for arts and entertainment in some way. Receive that now in Jesus' name. The tears that would come just suddenly on those, the Lord said, I want you to begin healing families and relationships, a mountain of family assignment, perhaps uh, work with uh, with government, even uh, a calling to be a judge for uh, for that rules among family situations, counselors, um, that mountain of family goes into everything to do with medicine, nurses, doctors, kingdom ones. And so, if those tears come on you, this is to follow up questions with with the Lord. Lord, I just thank you for even those called the mountain of education, their eyes fluttering right now in a supernatural way where they couldn't stop it. They have teaching uh, in them, Lord, and you're doing these things. You're releasing these things for such a time as this. You're calling your army to arise and shine. We're not doing all the signs, but we're doing all those that I did just now. So, yeah. Lord, thank you for releasing that on your sons and daughters right now. Lord, heaven open over us. Pour out your spirit, Holy Spirit, pour out your spirit. You said in these kind of days that you would pour out your spirit upon us in a new way and that we'd be able to even see what you're doing in a new way. We would prophesy, we would roar as the lion. And thank you, Lord, for raising up your lions. And especially, Lord, thank you for these lionesses that are rising all over yes, the place, Lord. Lord, with courage, unbelievable resolve and unbelievable courage. Yes, in Lord. Jesus' name, we pray all these things. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Amen. Lord. Amen. Amen. I felt a real anointing on that. A lioness, lionesses, women that have said, well, what, what can I do? God just called you a lioness. So there's a lot you can do. I just really felt that. So I, 
that where two or more agreed we agree Amen. on that one so all right god bless you thank you so much uh tomorrow is uh wednesdays with cat and steve so it'll be awesome as always god bless you everyone we thank you thank you again johnny give our love yes. to elizabeth sorry we missed her today yes. so we'll see you all later and see you tomorrow at 11 o'clock pacific time bye-bye everyone this has been elijah streams Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on YouTube, Rumble, and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Click the link in the description to become a partner today.